Hi, welcome to the first episode of the podcast, Take 500. <laughs> um, I'm Amelia. You want to introduce yourself? I'm Sydney. My roommate slash friend in college. Um, this episode will probably be a train wreck because it's the first one, but that's okay because it adds some flair. So, college. College. You switched yours. Can you tell us about that? Sure can. Um, I came in as a criminal justice major, which was great because the school is, like, made for criminal justice. That's, like, the whole thing. What it's known for. for what it's known for. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. But um, fun fact, turns out I don't want to be a criminal justice major. I didn't want to be a cop. I didn't want to be in that at all. And so... <laughs> talked to my little counselor uh advisor person and i was like hey i think i want to be a forensics major and she was like okay yeah that's fine and so i changed it to a forensic chemistry major now and i'm a cj minor and it was very simple unlike amelia who (laughs) has had many uh changes a train wreck of a major story i applied with communication i switched it four times before school even freaking started Mm -hmm. it was like communications then psychology then nursing then psychology and then school started and then um towards the end of the first semester i changed it to interior design after talking to my dad and family a lot about it but um yeah, I think it's really common for people to switch their majors. Very common. It stressed me out, though, because, like, money, and, like, I don't want to mo- waste money on classes. Mm-hmm. But I, that's partially why I didn't go to community college first, even though it would have saved money and I would have loved that, is I felt like if I would have stayed, like, if I would have started at community college, I would have stayed there for four years because there wouldn't be, like, a time stamp of, like, when I had to finish certain things so i i'm glad that i went to a four-year college first instead of community because um it it made me figure stuff out quicker i would have just been taking a bunch of classes i probably didn't need if i would have gone to community college but there's a different path for everyone there's no like right or wrong path because i know people who like gone to community college are doing like amazing things and they saved a ton of money I just wouldn't have figured my stuff out quickly enough. <laughs> but, um, yes. What it was some of the differences you noticed? Like, how was the transition, like, to, like, adulting? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Besides the being broke. Yeah. I'm constantly broke. Constantly having to be like, hey, mom. Or, like, hey, dad. Can I have, like five dollars for like <laughs> some tampons because i like really need some <laughs> just like for the basic necessities <laughs> that we can't afford no we literally didn't have toilet paper for a few days yeah and we're using makeup wipes mm-hmm. but you know you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do uh we didn't think to ask our many friends of like hey i don't know why <laughs> can i have like a roll of toilet paper and then we talked about this at lunch, and our f- good friend, love her, Jaden, was like, do you want toilet paper? Like, I can give it to you. <laughs> like, it's no big deal. And I was like, oh, 
like you so much (laughs) like you're an angel thank you so much you definitely learn to start going to the store when your friends who have cars go to the store yes you adapt your whole day around Mm -hmm. it ah being broke is so fun so fun the best time ever truly when you started adulting if you can even like call it that i wouldn't say (laughs) i still feel like i'm in high school to be honest with you just like with a little bit more freedom a tad bit more freedom yeah miss girl coming in at 6 a.m sometimes okay one time okay (laughs) i was like what are you talking about we're definitely not that exciting um no literally um we were talking about hanging out with one of our friends today and i was like can we be back by like 10 10 p.m because i really would like to go to bed by like 10 11 so I can wake up early, like eat breakfast, and like be. And like, I was like, "No, me too. I want to get up at eight, work out, come eat breakfast, and then go to class." Mm-hmm. What are such grandmothers? Truly, she crochets. I do. It's on my desk. That is. That's entertaining. That's entertaining. <laughs> what about anxiety? Did you have anxiety when you got to college? I I not like super bad like anxiety, but as I was bad definitely. As me. <laughs> I was definitely nervous. I was definitely like. What are they going to think? Like, what's going what's gonna to happen? And, of course, I knew it was going to be different because of the whole freaking COVID situation. Unfortunately, yeah. And so I wasn't as nervous because I knew it wasn't... I, like, in my brain, I was like, it's not real. <coughs> like, nothing's real. <laughs> Nothing exists unless you let it. Exactly. And so I was like, we're in COVID. It's, everything's weird. Uh, might as well just, like, kind of go with the flow and just be... Like, try and, try and live it to the fullest. Yeah. And... what we were talking about yesterday where sometimes like i just like wouldn't do things because i was anxious of what other people would think and be like oh it's stupid or oh like they're gonna think it's like dumb or uncool and like dislike me for it but people dislike me anyways (laughs) you (laughs) i'm a very you either like love or hate me i'm a very outgoing personality Mm -hmm. but people already dislike me anyways even when I try to accommodate, like, the social norms. So, like, if someone's going to dislike me no matter what, I might as well be happy and, like, do what I want, you mm-hmm. know? Because you can never please any everyone. No. And I had such a problem being a I, people pleaser. I'm such a people pleaser. Like, literally, I'll be like, oh, do you need my shoes? Because you don't have any? Like, no, here, take them. Like, take them. Like, you want to <laughs> be my friend? Take my shoes. Take my clothes. Like, I don't need anything. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like you can walk all over me as long as we get to be friends and that you like as me. long as i take crumbs of yes. your affection no, i when when college started i definitely had a lot more anxiety than you did and it wasn't even about like the classes or like the school necessarily like i truly have no idea but i remember like the gym for example mm-hmm. i like working out and the first time i went to the gym i literally swiped my card walked in <laughs> said okay walked out i was too nervous to do anything the second time i sit on the stairmaster for literally an hour because i was too afraid to get off of it and do anything else now it's fine definitely took an entire semester and like therapy to get (laughs) to be able to work out at the gym and not want to like die but like we're here now so it's like progress yes now you can go in and do other things than the stairmaster it was like oh you've gone up like 87 flights of stairs and then i was like we don't have an elevator in our dorm and we have to walk up three flights of stairs to get to our room Mm -hmm. and so that definitely 
hurt every day. But what about confidence in college? Because I feel like a lot of the time I have like imposter syndrome where I'm like, (laughs) I got an A. I don't deserve an A. Or, oh, I got this job. I didn't deserve that job. Or if I get a promotion, I'm like, oh, like I feel like I it's better now. But I feel like I definitely didn't have the confidence for like to believe that like I deserved what I had. How has your confidence journey been? It's I um it's definitely been a lot, let me tell you. Because as a young child, I had um negative confidence in everything I did. I said, "Oh, um writing on the boards like do like a math equation or something like even though like i thought that i knew it i would go up there and be like oh no it's wrong like everything's wrong i hate myself i hate everything <laughs> like and then the teacher was like no like that's right and i said mm, are you sure are i think you you're sure? lying i think you're lying to me you don't have to lie like that's it's fine. okay you won't hurt my feelings <laughs> <laughs> like i know i'm wrong and she's like no like you're literally not but okay and um confidence in myself really i it's gotten so much better because I used to be able to like, or I used to walk around like school and everything and be like, everyone's looking at me. Everyone hates me. Everyone yeah. thinks I'm like fat and ugly and just like the worst things. And people could care less. They truly, they truly they're thinking the exact same, exact thing. same thing about themselves. Um, and, or like just listening to their headphones, thinking about like their day, like no one's paying attention to you unless you're like super duper hot. <laughs> A very freeing statement I either heard or created in my head mm-hmm. was like, literally, no one cares about you. And like, sounds depressing, but it's like super freeing. Like, no one cares. Like, yes. no one cares if I switch my major 20 times. No one cares what I'm wearing or mm-hmm. like what I'm eating or who I'm with. Like, no one cares, which is very nice. How did you build your confidence? Well, it was a lot of, a lot of, um, trial and error <laughs> of being like in my head a lot and I had to learn how to get out of my head and being ex- exactly like you said like no one cares mm-hmm. and so I was I would walk around and be like no like you do look nice today like you do have like nice clothes or whatever and like in like trust in yourself of being like I truly like affirmations yeah yeah, yeah. and um my mind is blinking. I'm so sorry. It's fine. No, I love affirmations. I love journaling. I definitely don't do it as much as I would have hoped to, but I love it. And I truly think like when I journal first thing in the morning, like with a prompt, it's like it changes my like look. It changes my view of like the day and mm-hmm. it really affects me. But confidence wise, I you wouldn't guess it now because I never shut up. Mm-hmm. But like as a child, I was so shy. Like in school, I was so shy in elementary school. And I was such an anxious little green bean in, <laughs> in like elementary school where I literally, I was too young to know what like anxiety attacks were, mm-hmm. but literally every night over homework, I would have it. Like I would have like a mental breakdown with my mom at like seven years old because I couldn't do a math problem. And it's funny, they had like this book with like classmates, parents, numbers Mm -hmm. that they gave out to everyone, which like in hindsight- Kind of creepy, not the best idea. (laughs) However, comma, it was very useful to my seven-year-old self because every single night, if there was like a problem I didn't know how to do, I would make my mom call 
every single adult until one of them like knew and could help or something like I was so stressed with school that's why I think I did really well in school early on is just because I like high functioning anxiety Mm -hmm. but it's not like that anymore thank god it was exhausting but it's it's common Mm -hmm. but um yeah do you think you expect too much like from yourself sometimes? Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Literally I was doing my math homework today and I was doing it and I got like one like answer wrong and be like, Oh, I'm so stupid, like I hate myself. Like why can't you do one simple I don't deserve a degree. I don't deserve a degree, like I don't deserve to live, like why did you get that one problem wrong? And then the next problem i would like get it right eventually and then the next problem i would get it right like first try and I'd be like oh i'm so smart like, I'm, <laughs> I'm a genius like math is i am i am math it, it's so very flippy floppy definitely but <laughs> <laughs> i definitely like in high school i was very much if i don't get like an a at least an a i'm a failure I'm, in life exactly and like that definitely was because of like my dad he was very much like if you don't have an A, like, you're failing. Like, and he put that, like, pressure. He instilled that in you. Yes. And so now it's instilled in my brain of if I don't get an A, I'm failing. But um, I've learned to be, like, a B is okay. Yeah. But no C's. C's, those are definitely F's. <laughs> we'll work on that. <laughs> but I think sometimes I definitely can be a perfectionist. And sometimes, like, I just wouldn't start projects at all because mm-hmm. I'd I would be so scared of it being bad that I wouldn't do it at all. Mm-hmm. But it's better to, like, turn in something bad and, like, improve on it than, like, nothing at all. But I would be too scared to start anything in fear that, like, I wouldn't just be immediately good. Whether that was, like, working out or painting or music. Like, literally anything. I, like, would be too afraid to do it because I was, like, if I don't 100%, if I'm not 100%, like, amazing at it when I first start it, mm-hmm. then, like, what's the point? Get the child burnout like yeah that's yeah. what it is gifted <laughs> 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 child, gifted child, child burnout, burnout is very very common of being super smart in like elementary school and like ha- kind of middle school and then going into high school and being like damn yeah like oh this is kind of hard just stop like the, the college classes in high school that like I took and so many people took, I know it burnt them out so much, mm-hmm. especially when they have like another four years to go. Yes. They started early, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it definitely helped with money. Oh, no. and stuff. I loved taking my DC classes like those were the best thing I could have ever done. Why? Because I don't have to take any English classes or um, I would say any math, but I am taking math classes. I don't have to take any English classes because I got them done. AP, I hate AP. Can we talk about I, that? I love AP. I was in all AP and not DC. I think I took one DC class and it was the math one. So I, I don't have to do any math in college, thank God, because I hate the electronic math I, they make us do. So, it's so bad. Literally, if you get one one number wrong, it like the entire thing is wrong. Like you don't get partial credit. Like you don't get anything. <laughs> if it's like a negative four and you put like a positive four in like this long equation, it's like it's wrong. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No, it's Even fine. if it's like correct, if you like 
if between two parentheses you put a space instead of like no space like yeah. it's so technical and i hate it they i think they introduced it like our senior year of high school yeah and thank god the year they introduced it is the last year i had to do it because mm-hmm. i hated it and i'm so grateful i didn't have to take it why do you hate ap i loved no, it no i hate ap i would have hated dc no dc is literally so easy they are dc english was basically like k english like you but i you- remember your projects when we'd be at your house and you'd have like an eight page essay it was only like four pages but we had like a month to do it and i was just really bad at pro- procrastinating like <laughs> don't get me wrong but for ap you have to you have to pass the test at the very end you can take you can have an a the whole semester or the whole year and like your ap class and then get a two on the ap test and then you don't get the credit so like what's the point of that but with dc you can get like a b the entire thing and you pass it you get all the credits i (laughs) so i hated that because i was so bad at taking ap tests it was i i like that like specifically for english i never had any we're getting so sidetracked about school. It's but I had n- never had any, like, essays, like, out of school. It was all, like, every Friday or every other Friday we had to write one. And mm-hmm. I'm so good at, like, doing things last minute, like, an, but right before they're due. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've only ever had one AP class I didn't get the credit for, for a test that I took. The government that I didn't calculate time. I didn't calculate time. And I showed up an hour after it was like done so clearly didn't get that credit Mm -hmm. another topic i wanted to talk about is social media because it's so prevalent today like Mm -hmm. everyone has it like and now you can start businesses from it but like i want to talk about how specifically it affects body image issues because that's so common especially like with young girls Mm -hmm. has social media ever like changed your perception of yourself or has it impacted you in a strong way do you think especially like as a preteen or teenager i mean definitely i mean i don't think that's a question truly (laughs) i think it's affected everyone in their own way i remember in middle school the most prevalent time i was scrolling through like instagram i hated middle school yeah i was scrolling through instagram and i was like wow these women are like so pretty i wish i looked like them like i wish i could be them and then i was like okay i just have to starve myself oh my god <laughs> i that's such like a common mm-hmm. thought though which is so sad especially because it's, really it's so, sad. so young mm-hmm. And it was really like the beauty standard has changed over time drastically. Oh, drastically. I remember in middle school, like seventh, eighth grade, it was to be a stick thin. Like the thigh yeah. gap was like what you wanted. And like ev- 2000s, everyone, like 90210, everyone like, like st- stick thin, stick thin, like low rise jeans, like just to be a stick bug, a stick bug. Yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> and then now it's like very big butt and thighs and boobs and like a small waist Mm -hmm. and like small waist pretty face with a big big bang (laughs) the occasional tiktok reference but um yeah so i feel like it's very hard to conform to a beauty standard because they're ever changing they're constantly changing Mm -hmm. and like so many people get work done and like lie about it because there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting work done like if a woman wants to do it because it makes herself more confident Mm -hmm. then like hell yeah like go off sis but like i don't know sometimes it's nice to like because i know they don't owe anyone anything but like it would be nice to be like if i'm comparing myself to someone to to know that like that's not real Mm -hmm. because 
even like if someone's like all natural and hasn't had any work done, so much of what you see on social media like isn't real. It's yeah, just it's like, like highlight tune and like yeah. angles and yeah. Oh my god, angles. Yeah. Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Yeah, but I think social media for me, like I definitely like as someone who has like struggled with eating disorders in the past, mm-hmm. it definitely fueled that. Seeing like women with like unattainable beauty standards and i think what like affected me more was then viewing these women through like the eyes of men like i would like especially because you're so young you Mm -hmm. like maybe i'll just say myself i don't want to label this on everyone but like i feel like i craved male validation as like a like a preteen or early teenager Mm -hmm. like and i something that i wish I didn't do, but I did is I would view like beautiful men through like men's eyes. And I'd see them just as like a, a body or just compare myself to them as like competition or as like a standard, which is like so sad because yeah. like it's such a small percentage of men that are like commenting on these women's photos. However, it's like a lot of them. And so I'd be like, oh, like this is what guys want. And I'm not that. So like I'm not enough, mm-hmm. which is very, very false. There's like so many different types of beautiful so it's just it's just sad to see Mm -hmm. truly truly and like seeing like like you said like seeing yourself through like a man's eyes being i remember like everyone in middle school had like a boyfriend and i was like oh man like i want like a boyfriend like Mm -hmm. i want someone to tell me that i'm like pretty and to like me and so i would i want to feel wanted exactly i would love to feel wanted and everything and so i would be like okay uh, let me uh, do some like eyeshadow and like do this and do that and like try to make myself look good for men. Like it wasn't for me. Like yeah. it wasn't for me at all. It was for men to look at me and think I'm pretty and to like me. Now I put on makeup because I like it and I would yeah. like, I like the way that I look in it and I do don't do it for anyone else because I don't care about anyone else. But <laughs> <laughs> and I just think everyone like has gone through that. And yeah, and it's it's sad. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely something that should have more transparency mm-hmm. and be talked about more. Did you date in like middle school? I did not. No one liked me. <laughs> I didn't date in high school. Didn't date in middle school. I dated in elementary. <laughs> I had Does that one, even count? No. <laughs> I had multiple boyfriends in elementary school. But at that's the same time? N- not at the same time, but just like like every week. Oh, you I player. Would, you know, I was cute in, in elementary. I was a cute child, and then it went downhill. And then puberty. <laughs> We're all ugly during puberty. Mm-hmm. I remember before I got my braces, it was, like, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't date in middle school or high school at all, like, until the very, very end. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think I was just picky because I – I don't want to say I hate most men, but, like, I definitely hated most men at my school. Oh, they're they're the worst. (laughs) They were the The worst. worst. And, like, you truly think your soulmate lives, like, goes to your high school? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, maybe, but, like, the world is so big. There's, like, so many things in life. And so I just had very different priorities. Mm -hmm. I think you definitely learn a lot of, like, lessons from dating. Oh, definitely. What are some lessons that you've learned? Well, you see, is, uh, I've only had, like, one prior relationship, like, real kind of relationship, and even, and even then, it kind of, like, wasn't that real. Uh, maybe just, like, if you, communication. 
is the best. <laughs> Truly, you need to go through all the traumas. <laughs> communication is so important because like no one can read your mind Ugh, i love communication i love communication mm-hmm. boundaries like i <laughs> like normal human decency stuff yeah, yeah it's great no what are some things that are important like with communication like for you like what are some things that you think need to be communicated i think um I know, like, you're not supposed to talk about, like, your past relationships with, like, your new person. But I, I always, lo- I like learning about, like, people's past. and like, It's a part of who they are. Yeah. And, like, what, like, what they've learned and stuff. And granted, I ha- don't have a lot to contribute about that. <laughs> but I, I like to listen to people. And I don't think it's that big of a deal to, like, talk about, like, your ex that much. If it's, like, healthy and, like, you're, like, completely over them or whatever. Yeah. And you're, like, yeah, that kind of happened. But now I'm better. And mm-hmm. so I like that. But if, if the person talking about their ex is like, oh, yeah, like, they were so cute and pretty and just, like, <laughs> they were so great. Like That's a of, red flag. That's a red flag. We'll do a whole episode on red flags. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. But, yeah. So you, you're totally fine with, like, a significant other talking about their ex. Yeah. What about, like, on a first date? I feel like... When d- does it need to be talked about? Like, the past. The list. The list. The infamous list. The infamous. I don't know. Maybe, like, third. Third date. That's when the list comes out. Uh-huh. Just because I'm a nosy person. And <laughs> just me in general. Not everyone else. They, ha- You can have your own opinions. But me in general. I am nosy. I like to know everything. Literally, first date, I'm like, what's your uh, biggest trauma that you've ever had? <laughs> just to, like, get to know each other. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm very much an open book. You can literally ask me anything, and I will answer truthfully. No, no joke. You can't lie. That's I definitely can lie. <laughs> That's a different thing. But I just I don't. If you're asking me a question, like to like at, like get to know me, or like genuinely like wondering, I'll tell you the truth. Like I, I don't care. What's too much talking about an ex? Like what's too much for you? Too much would be... Like, when does it cross over from, like, oh, this is, like, a healthy background to, mm-hmm. oh, ow. Yeah. <laughs> I think when they're they're talking about them very, like, kind of in, like, the present tense, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. And, like, like, of course you have, like, good memories and stuff, but you talk about the good memories more than the bad ones. Because, obviously, you broke up for a reason, yeah and so if like you're talking about them and like your face starts to like glow and like you're like smiling and like talking about them i'm like ooh, listen you're like oh my heart shatters yes yes into a million pieces quickly (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what about toxicity yum like what (laughs) what are some of your toxic traits like to yourself to others in a relationship spill it all Ooh. I feel like I have a lot of toxic traits and we've talked about this um, multiple, multiple times. times, multiple times. I, whenever someone's, this is, I feel like this is my most prevalent one. My, the one that I know of the most and I'm aware of is whenever someone speaks, <laughs> if, um, if I'm speaking and then someone like goes to say something, I immediately shut up. Like I will s- stop whatever I'm saying and just immediately just 
close off and be like, no, you are, you're right. You're way more important. Like what you have to say is 100% more important than what I have to say. And then I'll just kind of forget what I'm talking about and then just like be silent the rest of the conversation. You'll just shut down. I'll just shut down. Do you think that's like a confidence thing or is it just like a, okay. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Truly? I don't know. It might be a confidence thing. It might just be, I don't want to be rude and like talk Mm -hmm. over people. And so I'm like, oh. I feel like that's one of my issues is I constantly interrupt people and talk over people. And it's like an accident. Like sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something I'm working on because I don't want to be rude, but I definitely do it very frequently. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like listening back to this episode. and It's going to be like every other sentence I interrupt Sydney. <laughs> I don't think you've done it a lot. This one. <laughs> Just the past one. Yes. Not this one. Not this one. How do you think you can improve on toxic traits? Like how do you think you can improve yourself? Um, by saying, no, I'm speaking. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, uh, kind of standing up for myself. Like, that's crazy. That's yeah, a de- wild definitely concept. Definitely should do that. Definitely um, need to step up. But that's hard because I'm, all, I'm a shy person and mm-hmm. very much just like, I see myself as a kind of like a background character, just like other people. <laughs> oh, my God. And I see everyone else as like, not even paid extras like the extras are just there for like to put it on their resume mm-hmm. i don't know to some like i get that but to some people i'm like oh i'm definitely like the side character to their main story like that's like oh, what no. it is i don't it's a weird my brain kind of do be doing things i'm kind of built different <laughs> just built different how do you go about improving yourself like are you big into self-care i love self-care like um well what is self-care to you yeah that's a good question great question 10 out of 10 uh self-care is definitely like taking time for me at least taking time for like yourself and being kind of being alone and like your Mm -hmm. own little thoughts and like uh I'll do like a face mask or like I'll paint my nails and just like reflect over what I've done this like the past week or uh month or whatever and just be like "Mm, that was bad I should have I should have done this or I should have done that or I could have said this, you know, you know, when you're going to bed and like you have conversations to yourself and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh man, like I should have said this. Yeah. I do that way too much. (laughs) I'll be doing my homework and I'm like, oh, that argument from three and a half months ago. Exactly. (laughs) I, I think self-care to me is like sticking to my schedule. Mm -hmm. I love schedules. I love my planner. I love Excel sheets. We've been new. We've been new. I love schedules too, though. I love Excel sheets. But, I never got into those. But um, it's like stick because I am a very busy person. Mm-hmm. Apparently, last semester no, this no. semester yes. I uh, I'm so busy with like school with like just other things. Like I'm very busy, and so like when I stick to my schedule and get things done, and I say I'm gonna get them done, then I can schedule in time for myself and, that I don't have to be stressed about. Mm-hmm. Like you know when you're watching Netflix and you're so stressed because you know you have schoolwork due. But you just, like, watch it stressed anyways. I try to not do that. Yeah. So definitely, like, sticking to my planner. Mm -hmm. And then I love journaling and, like, affirmations. See, I never got into journaling. I I could never, like, write in a diary or journal or, like, write down my thoughts. Because I feel like my brain is kind of empty. Like, I don't have (laughs) any thoughts going on in there. I, I... 
kind of agree with that mm-hmm. not for yourself i <laughs> you're like no yeah your head is empty empty <laughs> no but i i understand where you're coming from because sometimes i feel that way too i definitely don't do it every day mm-hmm. i'd like to because i think it helps me but i realized that like it would stress me out even more trying to be like okay i have to write about my day and feelings today like i have to do it so sometimes I don't even do that I just find like journaling prompts or self-reflective prompts and then I answer the prompt and Mm. that like helps me personally because sometimes I'm like I have nothing to talk about I stayed in bed all day and watched Netflix I'm like Mm chilling my mental health is pretty like fine like Mm. I don't know what to talk about and so it's nice like it's nice to be reflective and so I have questions like I have questions like a list of them like I either screenshot it from like Pinterest or Instagram about like journal prompt ideas and then I do that it's definitely not pretty like Mm -hmm. bulleted journals I feel like that stress me out way too much Mm. but that's what I think helps just like having alone time because oh I love alone time I love it I definitely am like a very social person same 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 and I feel like I recharge with people but like if it's too much I feel like I need to be in like a safe space like if it's a new friend that I'm hanging out with like yay but at the end of the day I have to come home and have like an hour to myself to like recharge Mm -hmm. like mentally and just me on YouTube or Netflix or yes paint my nails or something Mm -hmm. but yeah so I think this is a good place to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you listened all the way through, I know this was a train wreck of an episode. It'll improve. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Sydney, for doing the very first episode with me. Um, and this has been the Big Sis Club. Thank you.